1: Presented by Under Armour and Sleeper Fantasy Welcome to Light Years Andy, Lou, All-Star Weekend is over Warriors will be back in a few days post-All-Star break we got a special guest for you on the next episode yeah, Solo teaser there Honestly, like, I, I think we all agree how the All-Star Weekend went But I have one take One fucking take okay. regarding All-Star Okay. Not only is this league dependent on the Bay Area, they have nothing outside of the Bay Area. Zero. zilch. Wow. Steph Curry and Sabrina carried All-Star Weekend. That's yeah. two Bay Area legends right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. LeBron's up here lying about... uh you know, oh, I didn't even know what the Warriors think because the only thing that resonates noise is him talking about the Bay Area because no one gives a fuck about the Lakers. <laughs> about L.A., anything they got going on. The only thing you can sell is the Warriors. And then the only highlight of the actual All-Star game was Charles Barkley talking trash about San Francisco uh, and it's nothing you or I haven't heard him say or a sure. bunch of people say, decades, whatever period of time. But like that's all that's all they got. You know, you know what people did not talk about? Shea Gilders Alexander <laughs> talk about Jalen Brown in the dunking contest, the dunk contest and anything else? All Star Weekend pods probably made more noise in the Rising Stars game than anything else like honestly the warriors the the bay area is carrying this league wow and right now they're negotiating for rights and you know what they're doing they're wondering which bay area silicon valley company wants to give them
2: streaming rights (laughs) oh boy wow (laughs) i did not know you're gonna come this hard (laughs) pause i did not know you were gonna come out this strong on this podcast wow that was incredible (laughs) Uh, where we begin uh wow so statistically uh it was proven uh that Steph and Sabrina stole the show of All-Star Weekend right statistically (laughs) that was that was the that was the show and uh we found out after that Adam Silver didn't come up with that idea turns out that it was Steph and Sabrina's idea and they just brought it to the NBA and now um (laughs) And now that that's going to be a staple, it seems like they're going to do that again next 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 bear because the All Star games next year in the Bay Area, and they're going to bring ba- that back along with maybe Damian Lillard, who's from the Bay Area from Oakland, uh, Caitlin Clark, who's. Like the greatest yeah, player ever, uh, Charles
1: Barkley, and and Fox News, and and
2: all all them just walking around the streets trying to figure out where it's going, where where the the crime is. <laughs> I'm I'm confused with with Charles because um I feel like he's trying to be funny because that's the point of Charles Barkley. Yeah, but, but I feel like everyone's been saying the same thing for a few years now, so it's like, are you trying to say something that's different from anyone else, or are you? I mean, because you know we've all heard the jokes. I, we've all been downtown. It's it's obviously not it's obviously not great but it's obviously not that bad um so what are we what's the point i mean, I
1: mean we, if we point? want to have an honest conversation about san francisco we'd be mm. talking about how there's like a public health crisis with homelessness and drug use but yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. instead he's like oh i got to wear a bulletproof vest i'm like come on man <laughs> come on statistically <laughs> i mean it's bulletproof vests insane. there's a lot of issues in san francisco but gun violence is nowhere near the top of the list uh not that this is the podcast for that topic but like my whole thing is like look man chuck 60 he's not he's from he's from like rural alabama like he's he's hilarious but like i don't i don't like define the bay area's Self worth by like, oh, Charles Barkley said, like, you know, like point, yeah, good point. I don't care in any capacity. Um, I, I think he's
2: funny. I think he doesn't really know what he's talking about in that capacity. I, I, could, it is could, what it is. Could the NBA do, and we talk about this a lot though, could they do a better job marketing a lot of this? Cause you, you saw Kenny Smith, who sounded also, you know, Chuck esque, where he's just, you know, during the, uh, in Dur- the comments to make a good point. The thing about Chuck is he's a lot funnier than Kenny Smith. felt like with Kenny Smith during the uh, during Sabrina's shooting contest, It was like, "Are you just really angry about something that we don't know about because he's not funny. I-, I generally don't really know what Kenny Smith's thing is. Chuck and shaq they're really funny. They play off each other really well. But I always feel like the NBA could do a better job marketing a lot of this. Not like the players are giving them great stuff to market this weekend. But man, I don't know.
0: It'd be great if they like-
2: enjoyed the game more.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I had less of an issue with the way it was broadcast this weekend because hmm. they kept like trying to sell it. And then you'd watch a dunk contest involving mostly non-NBA players. Did
2: you watch it? Did you watch the dunk? <laughs> I mean, I was,
1: I was obviously hyped for the three-point contest and Steph right. and Sabrina and that lived up. And it came on after, you know? Sure, sure. And I wasn't doing anything. Like, I'm a little congested. I was, it's like I was how CSI couch.
2: comes on after Super Bowl. So people just watch that. How, yeah, exactly.
1: Was, it's CSI oh, Miami. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Like That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, if you solve the issue with the game itself, the broad, sure. like, yeah, when right. you start talking about the broadcast, that means you're just looking. It, it's kind of like a cope take. You it's know fun. what I mean? Like, we're just like, uh, it's, they're just, they're, you know, why isn't it, why don't they celebrate the game Or I'm like, what the fuck do you want them to celebrate? What about what you watched today do you want them to celebrate, you know? 211 uh, to
2: 186.
1: The entire pregame, and I was watching part of it while I was uh, doing my workout, and it's, they're just talking about how, like, we need a competitive game. We need to see guys going. Let's compete. That sort of thing. Like, they're trying to do, like, the, uh, like, encourage guys to have pride thing. Uh and then you watch it. It just looked like a worse version of every other all-star game we've seen in the last half decade where it's just kind of like I'm pulling from 30 and and I might make it because I can, but you're certainly not even gonna put your hand up and
2: uh, it's hard. It's like you, well, it's like with Steph kind mm-hmm. of joining the three-point contest and doing it repeatedly, despite the fact that he's lost some. Um, but he's the leader, right? He he's mm-hmm. the greatest three-point shooter of all time. So if Steph's gonna do it, then guys like Dame are gonna do it, guys like Trey Young are gonna do it, guys like all these great three-point shooters are gonna do it. Dem
1: Booker, Devin Booker, caroline Devin Booker, like yeah,
2: like, 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 all like the who's who
1: of guys we think are damn good shooters.
2: So if we don't see that in the dunk contest, which obviously we haven't, mm-hmm. um the all-star game requires these guys to try really hard, and nobody in the all-star game tries hard, right? You mm-hmm. you kind of need someone. I mean, I'm just throwing a name out there. Like, you need like an Anthony Edwards to like come out here and just be like, all right, I'm sure. going to go, I'm going to go fucking Zion. On the next- yeah. Uh, yeah. Right.
1: LeBron. Yeah. Oh. Well, LeBron, oh. right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, just come out here and like just say, hey, I'm going to clamp this dude up. I'm going to make this thing, you know, about pride. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I I feel like we do this every year and things aren't going to change. It's kind of sad because the NBA has this problem in the regular season. 82 games we only get what them to try hard maybe 15 of them and so I don't know it's just it's really every time you play Steph Curry yeah I've had (laughs) I've had multiple people that cover the NBA and have covered them for a long time tell me like hey like is the game just not as popular anymore they they ask me they're like hey like what's your feel because I've tweeted about this a lot they're like Mm -hmm. do you because we feel like Reporters that have been around teams, they're like, "Hey, man, we just don't feel that these players care, and that people are going to care about these players five years from now." They genuinely ask that. It's like after and these guys are covering LeBron, and they're like, "Hey, like after LeBron, after Steph, are these guys? Are people going to care about Shea Gilja's Alexander? Are are people going to care about Luka Doncic? Does Nikola Jokic even care about the NBA?" And I don't know. It's a little sad. Is the NBA the All Star Weekend feels like a um? Like it it all should comes be to a, a celebration.
1: Head. By the yeah. way, just just so you like, you do know All Star is the highest rated game of the regular season. Oh wow. So when they sell the package, like it's All Star and Christmas, those are the big mm-hmm. like you're paying a lot of money. These are like we understand Tuesday, January twelfth, like that might be a filler game on the schedule, but you're paying for this to get that big all-star and that big Christmas game. It's a bad look for the league, but I don't know. I Here's, here's where I'm at on it. It starts with leadership. And honestly, you know what moves people? It's the same thing that moves you and me, Andy. It's, it's seeing yourself lose money. So let's see if uh, the league starts going in the opposite direction financially. I guarantee you, Shea is going to start Ding guys up at the half-court line if they start losing money. I it's it's funny, but it's like I, I think it's really that simple. Once people feel like, oh, oh, we're actually going to lose something if we don't do this, that's where you get guys um, putting a little
2: more pride into it, right? So what do you what what do you what do you said something about the TV rights and what they're negotiating? What what how does that impact? Any of that's this. The, like, that's they- the
1: biggest that's the biggest source of money the league has. So wh- whatever the like the last TV deal is why salaries ballooned from like, do you remember what LeBron signed with the Miami Heat for? No, how much? 14 a year,
2: <laughs> which is or hey sold the their money, baby.
1: That's a mid-level exception now. That's Clay's <laughs> that's Clay's next contract. Okay. You know, okay, like, okay. But like that's that's what Dante Di got in the free right, agency market. Right, right. And and what I'm saying is, you know, uh that was a max contract in 2010. Uh now his max contract is, you know, four times that, right? Or three times, something like that. So what what I'm saying is like when the money I'm not saying the NBA is going to look like baseball where dudes are like begging for money and no one's signing them. And Ooh. even though camp's starting, but I, I do think, and this is where I'll turn it back to the warriors, uh, Joe Lacob and part of it, Joe is a, is a showman, but I do, but it did come out that the cap is going down 1 million based off projections next year, whether it does or it doesn't, we'll see, but they've been on a steady eight to 10% growth trajectory every year so when you start hearing oh we're not hitting it we're going the other way we're going the other way you know are they all going to be rich yes but that's the sort of stuff where people start going okay you know if we don't hold up our end of the bargain it it might not be for eternity because you know how it is like you you work at a startup ever starts like uh you start thinking like it's endless. Like it's just always going to come always at all times. And I think that's kind of going to be the turning point for the NBA. When guys start feeling like, okay, if we don't start like doing a little extra, then, then money's going to start turning the other way. Then that's when, you know, maybe cats not taking 50 footers all game, you know, or Luca, I did Luca even cross
2: half court. Luka and Jokic were the worst ones. I mean, they they obviously love Wally each other. Wally? Yeah, yeah. But, but just terrible. Just, what do we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I know I make fun of Shea, but he actually played pretty well. I mean, everybody plays well in all-star game. But, like, Luka and Jokic, at least, I mean, show some show some respect for the game. Bless. They, they sh- yeah. Yeah, go, What do we do? Come on. You guys are the two of the best, two of the top five players in the freaking world, and you guys are acting like, like this stuff is beneath you and maybe it is but geez louise man i don't know i, I always I, I said this the other day it's just like i don't know do nba stars care about us <laughs> do they care about fans because it certainly doesn't feel like they give a shit about fans 98 percent of the time and and that's hard sure. for nba uh, uh it's hard for nba fans that watch the games i, I think the younger generation that that don't watch the games and maybe they just look on ig reels about what happens i think they generally don't care but for people like i don't know you and i and i think that's a large majority of our friends who watch games it's a little sad and the light years and light years listeners the goons it's a little sad that i don't know they just don't care about people i don't know i don't even i'm not even trying to make fun of people i'm just saying (laughs) it's kind of sad is what it is yeah yeah i mean
1: well, let, let's pivot to a more okay. fun topic, which is like, All right. well, what was the highlight of the weekend? The highlight of the weekend was clearly Steph or Sabrina. By the way, shout out Sabrina, Miramani legend. 26, pretty impressive. I wasn't sure how she was going to do just because it's like, you never, like, it's one time. I I know she can shoot, but like, you know, you get nerves, you miss a couple, it spirals, and the complete opposite happened. She put up a a performance comparable to like dame trey all those guys right uh and and then steph uh were you were you nervous steph wasn't gonna hit 20, 20,
2: 20, 20 <laughs> um well he missed a few well he missed a few and I, uh, yeah i was a little nervous uh, but honestly if he lost i thought it would have been cool too the coolest part about it is it was actually a thing we've never seen before that that's we spent i don't know the first 20 minutes of this podcast kind of talking about what, what sucked and mm-hmm. this thing being so cool regardless of if Steph lost. Makes it so that I think people tune in again and again, it attracts new viewers. Um, it attracts people that that I think don't normally care about this stuff to watch the game. Um, the one thing I thought was super super cool though is Sabrina shot from the NBA line, and it don't I don't think it mattered. Yeah, it just did not matter. She was stroking it from that far. Um, Steph twenty nine, and he finished the he he finished it with like three seconds left on the clock, which pretty much tells me that guy is so much further and better than everybody else at shooting in the entire world. It's insane.
1: He's a better shooter than he was the year he set the record. Yeah. Like I, I it's uh, it's like a calmness. He's another level. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't really get worried that he'll miss ever in any capacity. And so like that. So it's like you celebrate it. But like my favorite part of stuff there is um, kind of the conf, the secure, the secureness, yeah. like yep. Yep. it, it's pretty easy to be like, Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to risk that. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose the That sort of thing, right? Exactly. He's confident. And like, I feel like the thing Steph has done that I don't know that anyone else has done is he has made the game more accessible for people who maybe didn't think they could play basketball. Uh, and, And, and it's like, obviously he's done a ton for the women's game, but he's also done a ton for like, I don't know, Andy, like what, how old were you when you realized you were never going to be a pro athlete?
2: Probably at the end of high, middle school.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was going to say 12, 13. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, know what
2: age that is. What age is boy,
1: 13? Yeah. yeah. Boys are, boys are delusional. Like, yeah. honestly, all things equal probably should have realized it at like fifth grade, but you know, <laughs> you know, you're like that age and you're like, oh, okay, well I'm <laughs> tall, but I'm not that tall. Yeah, it's probably not. I'm not that fast. It's probably not going to happen. You know that sort of thing. And um, what what Steph did more than anyone is kind of show people like if you work on skill, you could be a pretty impactful player. Right. Right. So that
2: that's the um that's the part about when they talked about if whether you're a boy or whether you're a girl you can mm-hmm. do this. Uh, to me, it was like, yeah, pretty much. They make you feel like you can play. At that level, no matter what, I was listening to the, um, our guy friend of the show was, and they mm-hmm. were doing a live show in Indiana, and they were talking about how white American basketball players, they don't play basketball anymore, but then you watch like Luka and Jokic, and they're like, well, those guys aren't athletic, they make you want to play, they make you think like you can play in the NBA, and that's kind of the same thing with Steph, mm-hmm. and kind of the same thing with 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 girls and Sabrina, it's just like, dude, like, you don't have to be the biggest dude, I mean, obviously, these guys are the most skilled players of all time, <laughs> but you you don't have to be LeBron, you don't have to be LeBron. You don't need to be 6'8 and the craziest athlete in history. You don't have to.
1: And, like, the odds you're ever going to perfect shooting to be a pro are also, like, very 1%. But it's far more attainable than, like, hey, Andy, you going to be 6'9 and have a 40-inch vert? Like, mm, probably Jeez. not. Probably not.
2: You, you know, know like, that quick, right? Yeah, yeah so, like, exactly. To be able to, but everybody's gotten hot. Like, everybody's <laughs> just made, like, three threes in a row. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. And,
1: it, yeah. and again, it's a skill thing. It's like, uh, no matter how many reps I take in like a batting cage, I'm probably not gonna be a pro baseball player, but it's like a, it's a skill thing. If I work at it or like golf, golf is probably the most obvious one. You know, everyone who's played golf is like, if I just keep working at it, I can figure this out. Well, you know, odds are you're never going to be tiger buddy, but skill is like far more attainable than like, I don't know. Like, what do I need to eat to grow seven inches? And it's not happening, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. It was fun, it's cool. Uh, they're definitely doing it next year. when all star comes to San Francisco. Uh, it would, it would
2: be nice to do like a tag team type type of thing.
1: Does it sound like that's what's happening? It's not like, like so Caitlin so. Clark's gonna go to the WNBA next year. She's gonna be number uh, one
2: pick, Most yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. it's not, it's uh, she's uh, better than Sabrina,
1: yeah, as a shooter for sure. Wow, you know, they're gonna lean into it, you know, like, yeah, she like uh sabrina's actually more of like a triple double player than like a shooter which is mm. irony. more of a uh yeah, like that was her, that was her whole thing like she averaged like close to triple double in college um but then don't but then break. you can't
2: white girls now that's crazy yeah cam brink <laughs> <laughs> stanford i don't know every time i every time I, oh angel reese i guess there's angel reese i'm like damn man doesn't <laughs> i'm being crazy um, yeah. Anyway, I I do think it's a
1: fun way to incorporate the WNBA because like yeah. shooting shooting is yeah. one of those things where it's like it's not about muscularity, it's not about skill. No one wants to play against uh you know, uh, in that sort of but like it's I don't know, it's it's like any other skill competition it's like golf, it's like pool, it's like whatever. It's like it doesn't matter gender, just just do it. The yeah.
2: um which is I think the difference between the three point contest and the dunk contest cuz people complain about the dunk contest and people are like, "Well, there's only so many dunks left." Right with the three pointer, it's like, well, there's no three pointers and fancy, you just shoot that thing, you know what I mean? You just you just go, you just shoot that thing. And it's it's like a home time.
1: run, it's like a home run derby. It's like, you know, which is always some, great.
2: Some of the some, every now
1: and then you see one, you're like, that's a little farther than normal, but it's like ultimately, like, boom, 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 like, oh, yeah. damn, that dude just fucking rocking them.
2: Inherently, <laughs> that's kind of the yeah, the home run derby is always, I mean, to me, I always watch the home run derby. I know sure. sometimes it gets a little like whatever, but I love the home run derby. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, football's all-star pro bowl weekend sucks too so like really the best they they stop they stop pretending (laughs) yeah flag football now i I, the other day i was because i was bored i was watching it two weeks ago and i'm like what is this um so basically throughout all three sports it's it's just a three-point contest in the home run derby right everything else is, is pretty bad i don't know maybe basketball should do the um in baseball the winner gets home court or home field in the world series so I don't know maybe they could do that for east and west and, and i don't know game seven matters if it's the mm-hmm. west the west today lost by 20 and they had pretty much one of the greatest uh assembled team <laughs> assembled team of all time I mean, they, they had steph I kd cat lebron had, ad cat like, having
1: cat having 50 and a loss is perfect
2: yeah <laughs> draymond said that Draymond said that yeah, draymon said a goon just what was <laughs> what was he on this weekend nobody will know this week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Under Armour. Steph Curry makes you believe he could do anything. And the Curry 11s are specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up, showing the basketball world that their old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player, rep his shoes on and off the court. The Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet. Locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stopping your tracks with dual-density UA flow cushioning and traction. An emergency break you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of a sneaker career. Pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future. On off the court. Take these kicks with you. When you leave the scrimmage, and rep UA wherever you go. Do your thing. Change the game. Curry 11, future Curry. Available now at currybrand.com. Come, and we are brought to you by game time you shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices view from your seats and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute tickets, find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball coming back, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LightYears for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code. L I G H T Y E A R S for $20 off. Download came time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
1: Oh, Andy, I got something for you, real quick. Oh, brother.
3: Story that got everybody's attention last week between the uh, Lakers and the Golden State Warriors, Golden State trying to acquire LeBron James and how far did this go and how and how much did you entertain that thought? Um, It didn't go far at all. You know, I, I actually heard about it when everybody else heard about it. You know, obviously, you know, Charles been in the league. Kenny been in the league, Shaq been in the league. And there's, sometimes there's conversations happen behind closed doors that you don't even know about. Okay. And until, I guess, if it's real or not, then they'll bring it to you. But it, it never even got to me. So, you know, I heard it when the reports dropped as well. <laughs>
2: what are we doing? What are we doing? He, he brought up Shaq and, and Chuck. Like, yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. Shut up. Honestly, LeBron's the best because he does not like, oh. straight-faced. You know what I'm saying? He don't. He's not even smiling. He's not even. Chuckling. Does he even?
1: Does he even know he's lying? Is he like so deep into his own like uh, la fiction that right? he doesn't even? <laughs> he doesn't even know he's lying anymore. That's where that's where I'm at with it. It's, it's, just, it's just. The I'm man who's more. the the mon, the man who's been the most like carefully curated person in the NBA, our entire lives. Who knows everything? Who subtweets everything? Who's has his hands on everything? Who's more than an athlete? Who's his own GM? I don't know. I don't know. Come on, man. Just like I, I'm, I'm coming around to your theory, which is just throwing out there to see how people receive it <laughs> before making a decision
2: off season. Do you? Hey, let me ask you this: Do you think he came to the Warriors first with the idea, or did the Warriors come to him first?
1: It's a good question. I imagine this idea was formulated in a uh in a Draymond Green, LeBron James group chat. Yep, I'm gonna say Warriors. I'm gonna say yeah. Warriors. Okay. I'm gonna say. Okay. I'm gonna say LeBron's always got his ears out there a little bit, but the Warriors, you know, Draymond's like, "Oh, what if we got you?" And he's like, "Maybe, maybe," you know, like that sort of thing. I, that's kind of think- that's kind of where I'm at with it. We'll call it 40.
2: 65 you know here's what I think I think LeBron came up with it first and I think once the Warriors got a crumb, I think the Warriors have been going all out. Like I, I think LeBron is kind of like, what if I did play with Steph? And the and Draymond's like, oh, oh, oh what what? And then now now Draymond's texting him every day about it type of thing. You know what I mean?
1: Williams would love LA. To-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kuminga, enjoy playing with Austin Reeves. Huh? Uh- <laughs> I, I say that I joke. I joke about that with my friends. Um, mm-hmm. I always tell them that Kaminga has gone next season and, and they all get all they all get all salty about it because they love Kaminga, obviously. But um, I, I think the Warriors have been going all out ever since they like sniff that LeBron might be interested. But I don't know, Sam, you know how I feel about this. Would love LeBron to be on the Warriors. That is my that is to me a championship. You know, it's to have this guy come play for him. All right. Yeah. Speaking of.
3: The Warriors are stupid enough to give up Kaminga <laughs> for, 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 for LeBron. Let me tell you something. The Lakers will take that trade tomorrow. <coughs> if, if, i tell you, when I saw it, I said, let me tell you something. If the Lakers should get uh, uh, Clay and Kamingo, they do that deal tomorrow. I, but who said he was giving up Klay? Well, you go going to have to. All right, so check this out. Well, everybody want to talk about the trade? Number one, the 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 facts that came out aren't right. But when I talked to <laughs> Joe on the phone and we were discussing what we have to give up, I said if it's Kaminga, the answer's no. Okay, oh, the, but that's the only thing they would take. Good. And you, and if I'm the Lakers, good teammate, good teammate, trade, Draymond, uh, good teammate, Dre. Let me tell you something. The one thing the NBA does not want to see is Anthony Davis and Kaminga together for the next ten years.
2: Oh boy. Crazy. Oh, man. <laughs>
3: All Christ. right.
2: AD
1: and AD and Kuminga. Welcome to the 12 seed. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, by the way, while wow, Luka Don just misses a wide open layup at the, the actual game that's happening. He can be. Uh,
1: I'm saying the, the Draymond Allcast was just a fun podcast with the game in the background. <laughs> it was just like the best way to consume this right now. Uh, but Draymond's saying no Kuminga. All right. All well, right. so so I, I just want to throw this out there. As we're having fun with this conversation. I think it's worth calling out LeBron will be 40 next year. I don't know if you knew about that, <laughs> but it's happening. Year also, 30. also you're yeah, 62. Um, also worth calling out he's a free agent in the offseason if he wants to be. So in the event that they actually were like, he's gone, blah, 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 like that sort of thing, like they're not getting shit for him. They're gonna get a they're they're gonna get a second round pick, oh, boy. Trace Jackson Davis, uh, and like I, I don't know Wiggins maybe? maybe maybe, and and they're gonna and they're gonna take it because that's it that's it that's it. Right well, there. wherever
2: LeBron wants to go, he's gonna go right. It's 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 less so about what their Lakers are gonna get, and more so about uh, where LeBron wants to go. So uh, yeah, I, I, you're convincing me. I mean, you're convincing me. I, I half jokingly bring up Kaminga anyway. Um, the look. Clay's not going anywhere. People keep bringing this shit up. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be on the Warriors. Uh, but you think Wiggins, Trey Jackson, Davis, you know, throwing the Chris Paul expiring, maybe a first round pick, and uh, just get get the fact the he
1: can. The fact he can walk limited. Did you? What? What did James Harden get traded for? Like I don't know. Did, did Robert Covington and Nick Batum's with spirings and like a fake pick. A fake pick. Like it, it, these things. Just I don't think he's actually getting moved. I think this is all fun fodder, but like this isn't, uh, you're not trading for 27 year old LeBron This prime where
2: you have to give him like everything. Well, 27 you know? year old LeBron, yeah, you're given, you're given everyone but Steph just for, Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, just, much. Uh, Steph and LeBron. And, and honestly, mm-hmm. if you have prime Steph and LeBron, it's like prime Steph and KD, except sure. better, maybe, probably, except actually better. Um, that's probably why the Warriors are all in. They know that there's not much you have to give up. I mean, they're they've wanted to give up Wiggins for two bags of hot Cheetos, and and, uh, and a Gatorade. So I'm sure, yeah, if that was the offer on the table, the Warriors are all in. Which is probably why they're all in. They are probably all in. Draymond I, I, talking about this publicly is hilarious too.
1: Yeah, I, I have two two thoughts on it, which is like I don't really buy it's real, but the other part of me is like I don't know, man. They're they're just like poking publicly just enough where I'm like. I don't know. It seems pretty unhappy in L.A. I wouldn't be surprised
2: if uh, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not ruling it out. At what point do the Lakers are like? Are they are they gonna get sick of it? I know the Trey Young stuff is is blowing up, and they can trade three picks and four pick swaps for Trey Young, but it's like is Trey Young worth that? Are they really gonna do a Trey Young AD? Trey uh, Trey
1: Wiggins and AD. Let's go. Got,
2: and Kamingo, do in Kamingo. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> look at that for the next 10 years. Yeah, I don't – I I think it's uh, – the NBA probably – here's another angle. If you were Adam Silver, I think you want it to happen. You want Steph and LeBron on the same team. You disagree? It's I think for the it's, league.
1: I think it's better if they're spread out because you have very few – like yeah. LeBron, okay. LeBron draws eyes on his own. Steph draws eyes on his own. No one else draws eyes on their own. So <laughs> you put them both on the same. T- I see your point, which is like let the old guy, like let it be the show, and that's not a bad thing. But also, I think spreading it out helps. So
2: you're 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 concentrating the two greatest stars of the last decade into one team. So no really every. Every single game is going to be the show, right? What? It's going to be like the 2016. It's going to be like the 73 win Warriors, mm-hmm. where every game or the Miami, the Heatles, the first iteration, where every game is going to be a freaking like a football game where everyone's going to be like Stephen LeBron, Stephen LeBron, Steph. I don't know. I, I bet Adam Silver would like it, but I don't know. Adam Silver has more things to worry about because I saw that they were putting together the AI. Uh, vision pro court things this weekend, and that was their big announcement for the weekend, Sam. Instead of uh, fixing your freaking refs, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, the NBA has bigger things to worry about, I guess, than, than Stefan LeBron on the same team.
1: That's true. Before we get out of here, let's talk about uh one thing that's near and dear to my heart, and that's Brandon Pajemski. Yes, uh, I thought he, uh, Friday Night was, it feels like a long time ago at this point, but like <laughs> kind of like a, a positive point there. Like, just in general, I don't know, the more I watch pods, the more impressed I get. That's really my takeaway here. He won a shooting contest. You know, that's that's what happens when you got teammates like Steph. You learn how to shoot the ball. But did you know? I'm gonna pull this up right now, because this is another cool stat for you. Did you know that my guy pods is shooting 50% on step-back threes all the season. It's a small sample. I'm not saying he's going to do it for eternity, but my guy could shoot off the bounce a little bit. Shoot definitely a little off the bounce. 20 for 40, off the dribble. I feel like the upside with him is a little underrated. That's where I'm at with this. I think when I watch the All-Star game and I see a bunch of dudes who take it on seriously and I see pods going around acting like it's – uh, the NBA finals, I'm like, I want to bet on this guy because I think his talent's a little underrated and he has that that same it factor that Draymond and Steph have where I'm like, oh, whatever his ceiling is, he's gonna max it out. He's gonna max it out for a eternity
2: of time. He um did you see who his Mount Rushmore players are in the NBA? Yeah. Team Brown knows him teammate of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's endearing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's young, right? And and he <laughs> says it. it, it the f- the funniest part is. By the way, for those you haven't seen it, his Mount Rushmore: Steph, Clay, one and CP3. Uh, a comedy. I have uh, four faves. <laughs> um, the guy that's going to take his run. By the way, Chris Paul. uh the the funniest part is that he says it with a straight face. Because um, I don't think he's joking. I think he's dead serious. I don't think, I don't think he. I don't think we've ever seen Podemski smile. Um, and people say because his dad's from the military, so he's a military kid, which then makes a lot of sense. Uh, but back to your point about him um, fulfilling, I think all the all the skills and potential he has. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, if you were to say Steph, Clay, and Draymond, did they kind of squeeze out every? S- Every yes. drop yes. of yeah, right. So it's like sometimes you look at other players. I mean, I think you could say the same for Chris Paul. Honestly, we could throw them sure. in there. But it's like, and you could say the same for LeBron. Uh, but you know, you talk about a lot of these other superstars. <laughs> but you know, I'm talking. I'm talking about. Like, no, but I, I, I guess you're saying. You know, I'm talking about like James Harden. You know, what I'm saying like these guys yeah. were amazing, and it's like, did they ever squeeze out the all the all Anthony the Davis? Bit? Oh, for sure, Anthony Davis, good one. Um, Paul George, you know what I'm saying? It's like all these guys that... Kevin it's hard, Gould. it's hard. Kevin's Andrew Wiggins. Certainly Andrew Wiggins. Certainly Andrew Wiggins. Um, but Pachenska seems like more of the Steph, Clay, and Draymond ilk, which... Um, and and let nice. me
1: let me just paint my case for why I think he has higher upside than we give credit for. I think it's too easy to get juiced off athleticism, and people just assume... IQ can be taught. This kid is 20 and basically the smartest player on the team behind Steph Curry and Draymond, who are savants. Like if this was a serious team, Andrew Wiggins would be the player telling people where to go on defense. Since they're not a serious team, it's Brandon Pajemski, who's running the second unit defensively and telling everyone where to rotate. He's doing that as a 20-year-old rookie who's played like 40 games in the NBA why should we limit his upside? Like it just reminds me of Draymond where everyone's like, oh, he's so smart. He knows what he's doing, but like, he can't be that good. Look at him. He's like a little undersized. He can do a little of that. But then the second reason I'm super high on him is, I don't know, he's got touch. He just puts the ball in the basket at a high clip over and over again. He, I don't think he's ever hit a weight room. I don't think he has any clue what to do in general um in terms of like getting his body going but like he just he can shoot he can shoot the ball he's got he's got touch on his floater wait until he gets like two years of professional workout in him i'm i'm buying him over and over again i know i've gone into this topic a million times but i'll put it on record i think he's gonna be a better player than Kuminga over the next decade oh you took,
2: you took the Kuminga <laughs> comp. no well it's not a Kuminga comp but and i wasn't really gonna say this but i was gonna do a comparison between the two where it's The touchy feely stuff for Pajemski is off the charts, right? So if you Mm -hmm. were to if you were to grade it, I would say Pajemski is probably like an A at the touchy feely stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Just straight size and and athleticism probably like a C. And then with Kaminga is the complete opposite, where the touchy feely Mm -hmm. stuff is more of a C, but the athleticism and and size is an A. So they're they're both like it's and sometimes and I think that's fine. Sometimes it's fine, which is not to say that Kaminga isn't going to be a very good basketball player because.
1: I'm a big fan. Yeah,
2: yeah, because plenty of basketball players, you know, you might not, you might not have a plus feel, but 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 Kaminga can get to B feel, and he's always going to keep that athleticism probably till he's like thirty, which is another freaking eight years from now. So, um, <laughs> I think it is a good, uh, maybe a good balance for those two guys. Uh, but that's that's the difference: is that Pajemski can play right now for this team because he has a plus touch feel. Um, and that's why Kaminga has, and and it's like unfairly he, almost even with Kaminga that he hasn't played much. But that's what Steve Kerr values, right? Um, so, uh, fascinating that those two guys are probably going to be the two guys that lead this Warriors team. However far this Warriors team is going to go, it is it is going to be because Steph's gonna, Steph can get them to the first round. I think is we all agree. But for this team to like next year, can they be a title contender? Probably depends on those two guys. And I think... Oh,
1: that's an interesting comment because I think they're them being a title contender has everything to do with Wiggins, to me. Mm. They basically decided when they won the 2022 title that they had a title team and they decided to pay Wiggins and Poole. Uh, Poole, codes of that saying, what happened? Uh, But Wiggins has been equally as inconsistent. It's like he hasn't played well at times, but he hasn't played like... 2022 playoff Wiggins, and that's kind of what they were counting on. They're counting on that guy to be
2: consistent. And he hasn't been consistent. He he's worth one million dollars in value this season. Samuel, one million. Yeah, yeah. And, and my whole
1: thing is, if he was an everyday player, they're not in the plan right now. They're not. I, everyone wants to overcomplicate this with like Otto Porter and the margins. I don't know, man. If Andrew Wiggins played like he was. Paul George, they're comfortably the five seed. 80%
2: 80. of Paul George. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Not exactly. asking for much. And so to me, it's like if he either and he's played really well the last couple weeks, he either gets his shit into shape and does that the rest of the way and they build upon it, or they're gonna move him in the offseason for someone else. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to. Like I think he's the biggest re- the biggest. And money is that money is a factor. Like, as much as you and I want to talk about uh Kuminga and Pods, and like it's fair, those two guys make a combined eight to nine million dollars. Combined, they make less yeah, than true. GP2. The guys who get paid are the ones who matter.
2: Yeah. I mean or at least
1: that's that's like where it starts with roster building. Also. I
2: mean that's that's and then you you know that's why in LeBron's. That's why LeBron's yeah. coming, though. That's why I mean, like, I'll, I'll, feel, I'll feel a
1: lot better about both of them if LeBron's
2: <laughs> and Wiggins play. No, that that's why they that's why they're looking at LeBron. I mean, they would look <laughs> at LeBron regardless. But let's look at the Harrison Barnes. Like they were looking to, they were looking to upgrade from Harrison Barnes during the 7-3-1 season because they looked at the roster and they knew, like, hey, we could get someone better. We could get one of the greatest players of all time. And this is this is a way different version of that because LeBron's LeBron's oldest shit. But they're looking at Wiggins' roster slot, and they're like, "Well, why can't we just can we just upgrade that to, to LeBron? We'll just go with that, right?" And and I don't know, like you said, they probably don't have to give up any of the, any of Kaminga or Pods. So if they upgrade if, to LeBron, if it, it's if it no gets to news. that in the off season, yeah,
1: yeah. And and, and I mean, we kind of dance around it. We don't talk about it enough. But like the new cap is a real thing guys who get paid matter more now you like you can't just like be like all right we gave him too much money but we can get around it not really a thing anymore so i don't know i think we should leave it there i think we all should right. get into we're gonna get into second half preview on the next episode love all you appreciate everyone who's listening
3: mypatriotsupply.com.